Cause I think like <laughs> I was really I got here early and still started late because I've been playing music for like I had every I had everything set up it was queued up all the uh, uppity ups you can do with a thing and still whatever you know you, there's no time frame when you're enjoying what you do I'll clean that up but that sounds quotable um back again. On one of these good old Tuesdays I'm still kind of getting used to this Tuesday shit It is like It hasn't like ruined my schedule But it just It's such a I feel like Tuesday is a weird day Like it's not as fuck it all as Monday But like Wednesday Does is like You know like uh, Wednesday you know Like I want to say I've said that before Like Wednesday I know we all have like Jobs that matter but like Wednesday, you stop giving a shit. Like you really blow it out your ass on Monday. Tuesday's the day you. Tuesday might be the day you really try to like, maybe work hard. Like you're you're focused, and not overdoing it. Wednesday is the day you give it the best you can give it. Thursday is a blur, and Friday don't matter. Like Friday, you're just walking in so you don't get fired. But Friday doesn't really matter, which kind of makes that like four day work week thing they're kind of proposing. I've been talking. I've seen that shit on the internet like. A bunch. I feel like that like makes sense because you really 
what is that? Thursday is now Friday, Junior. Like, you don't care. You're not, whatever you're doing on a Friday, you don't remember. You're not paying attention. Friday, you're just really coasting through Friday to get to whatever the fuck you want to do that night. Kenny in the building. Um, Kenny is the most, bro. I like, I want to be consistent with fucking anything in my life the way the fuck. Like, you are the most consistent nigga on earth. I mean that, like, with all due respect and the extreme love in my heart. Like, you set the standard, like, for motherfuckers who are like, oh, my God, I fuck with the show. I have not seen you. I haven't, like, because Kenny be, he be up in this motherfucker. And he be bringing chaos. I mean, you feel, hey, feel free to bring as much chaos as you want, like, especially in this one, because niggas have, like, real, real life life. So DC's on the way. Also, as we've said before, like, a thousand times, like, if you're not listening to Touchdowns and Tangents, I don't know what you're doing in general. But especially if you're, like, a sports motherfucker. Because it's like, I feel like we have, like, a space here where we say, like, you know, that's every podcast say or every fucking platform. But, you know, you'd be like, I thought about it. Maybe I'll clean it up. Or not. You just say whatever. If you have a thing about sports, about, I don't know, man, LeBron's play, but also personal things. Touchdowns and tangents is probably the place for you. Like, there are things that you look at athletes and be like, you know, like you might say, like, at the barbershop or some shit. And then the crazy thing is, like, they'll say them, your, like, actual, like, you know, personal thoughts about how an athlete is a piece of shit or should be better or should be ranked higher or blah, blah, blah. And then this motherfucker will come out with, like, all the stats. I don't know. Stephen A. be damned? I mean, because Russell... Because <laughs> Russell Wilson and Sierra got traded to Denver. Did that happen? Wow. Yeah, you do say it with facts. Like, you you say it with... Which is, like... It makes it, like... You can't even call it chaos. It's just, like... Yeah, I guess it's, like, you know... Fuck how you feel. Because it's, like, this is this. I think... Hey, I, I don't know... I haven't watched... You know, I know the popular ones that are, like... um, You know, like, for NBA, it's, like, you know, Charles and fucking... Uh, Shaq and them. And, you know, Stephen A. They kind of cover, like, the whole gamut of sports. You got... Shannon Sharp and then, but like I don't know, is there a real like like not the not to say that those guys aren't killing it, but like the real like I don't give a shit but for sports. Is there like a thing like that that aren't already podcasts? I don't know what platform would like take that, but I feel like because I don't know that I really care. like the more I think about it, I don't know that I care for like like the sports super corporate yeah i like pull there we go pulling off the corporate veil i don't know that i need that in my sports commentation like if especially if you're somebody who like you know once even if you didn't play like if you once upon a time played or if you just appreciate the sports aspect you want like locker room s talk and i know that that somehow is always seems to be synonymous with like racism or misogyny but like you know just say something real black man in the building Black man, black, black, he's black with the uh, white man voice because I just feel like it's a good comparison. Are you supposed to acknowledge black men on today? I think so. I just feel like, fuck, man, like black men made these black women that are out here celebrating Women's Day. You could do both, goddammit. Like, you you lived in his balls before you lived in her womb, and it was a team effort, man. Today's y'all's day, though. Salute to y'all. Absolutely not. The process is 
in the whole pregnancy and creation of a person that is that is the woman that does that, not the man, sir. But that was the man my, has no part in this process. I tell my father every day I see him. <laughs> like not every time I see him, but like any time he says something, whatever, I was like, Hey man, like I've done a lot and he's like and he's like, I'm proud of you and I was like, I did a lot for somebody who's living your balls. I never let that nigga not I used to live there, bro. That was yeah. You did something. You contributed to this in some capacity. Now, of course, I'm saying that facetiously. I don't mean to take uh, focus away from men or women, but that's typically is the narrative. Like men had no part in this process. We are not needed. We are just sperm donors. That is kind of like that. Actually, like look at the synergy around here, guys. I just titled this like episode, like what you mean? Because I just don't know that people like are saying what they like. What do you mean when you say that? Cause, I mean, there's, there's like that's one of them. Cause that you know, and that's not to like minimize pregnancy or just not try to like hype up the fact, but it's just like that is a two person like activity, and I feel like you know, looking at it, I didn't mean to just jump on pregnancy like, but if we're just looking at this like all the way, it's like okay, in the moment of like pregnancy, she, she's like killing the game. That is, I don't know, man, eighty twenty in favor of her. But if oh, y'all man. are doing this fucking parent thing. If we're looking at this in its totality, I'm like, hey, man, this shit may, might balance out later on in life. I just, you know, I'm, you know, all, everybody favorite line. I'm not a, I'm not, I haven't produced any people yet. But the way in my mind, when I look at, like, the contributions of both my parents, I'm like, you both kind of, you both kind of put in here. Like, you killed it in this, at this, in fir- first half, first quarter. Right. All you. It was all run game, mom. And we didn't creating like we, and carrying the child and nurturing it physically. We absolutely, could, we couldn't throw for shit. Not not even a little bit. We but, have zero to do with that part. I don't know, man. Second half, still you, but after halftime, hmm, there's a lot of fucking Aaron is pissed the fuck out. Defense stepped up, a whole lot of extra shit. Even special teams. Uh, part of me would say second quarter. Even that, the yeah. part that we may not acknowledge, and like you said, this isn't to take away from pregnancy or birth especially the birthing process but especially pregnancy because certain aspects of pregnancy there's only so much we can do but support all we can really do is support but the support component is just as important as everything else now i get if there is nobody there to support or for some of us that may be lacking in our area of support during pregnancy and birthing and things of that nature yes we 100% need to accept accountability for not doing our part. It may be 80-20 as far as carrying the child, but pregnancy should involve us as well. Like You need me to help cover up some sort of slack in certain areas, and a lot of men do, and nobody gives them credit for it because all the focus is on her and the baby, which is completely fine. We understand that because as long as y'all motherfuckers is healthy, I don't really care. I don't need credit or support or whatever the case is. Just make sure that this little person that is growing and the person that is the vessel to bring it into this world are okay so that I can emotionally be okay. Everything is okay. But we also have to, hey, man, you know what? I see how you've shouldered this extra burden because she's incapacitated in certain ways. I see how you've stepped it up. And you, hey, give you a little pat on the butt too. Thank you. I think, I think that that's, you know, everybody like, you know, Words matter. Everybody's always whatever the fuck. Yeah. So maybe not absolutely. get like you said. Don't give me credit, but I do think you might need to show appreciation. Just give me, like, just give me a hug. If nothing else, it's like I see what you're doing. I see what you're going through. I see you trying. Like give, give him a little bit. Because one funny. of the big one of the discussions it seems like everybody always says. You know, I know we've said it here. Like I personally said it about like 
how hard it might be to deal with somebody in various stages and, you know, Mm -hmm. men in various ways, whether they say it or not, discuss how, like, on the other side, they drop the ball about if I'm going through something, I might not be verbal about it. I just noticed that you don't have that ability. During that time, like, I've had enough friends that have had, like, you know, pregnant wives and niggas like, holy shit, bro. This is tough. Yeah. But you're a dick if you say this is tough. It ain't, and it's, it's tough not, for the man. If you say that, yes, you, you are looked at as an asshole. Yeah, and it's not saying it's tough as, because the next thing is, well, you shouldn't have got it. I'm like, bro, I didn't say it was tough. Like, I want to lead this bitch. I didn't say it was tough. Like, fuck her. I just said I'm having a fuck-ass moment right now, and I didn't need you to attack me. Well, then why are you fucking with her? Then why did you? Whoa, it's because it's, it's still tough. I'm If anything... I'm acknowledging that this is tough. I have no, I've said nothing about jumping ship. I just like, hey man, like, is it always this tough? Does anybody have any resources to make it a little untough? Having a fucked up day, having a little bit of a tough moment. Can I get a little bit of assistance? Not, well, you supposed to. And before I go forward, before anybody takes us, runs us off the hill, I would love, I wouldn't love. But like we, I could do my usual rant. This is about women, ladies. Not it is you niggas that are consistently just like, and that's where like I'm like, man, yo, I I can't even like I could always you know find a way to be like you know, hey, I feel like the other side is not whatever. From my own experience, I feel like the female side might be lacking here, here, and here from what I see. But then I see enough dudes go, man, I can see why she's not even being a dick. She just like, okay, nigga, you just said here. That your role is this, this, and this. If you play this out, what do you mean when you say that? Because when I when I lay out what you just said a nigga does, my boy, as a woman, well, I'm expecting this because you just said your goal and role and my role is. So what the fuck is you talking about? Setting yourself up for disaster. Writing checks that you ask can't cash. It's not even looking at it from a male or female perspective. This the experience. In general, because it is supposed to be a collective experience. Y'all take the pregnancy photos, like both of y'all in the photos, right? Like you got the hand on the stomach because I helped create. Like both of us play a role in this. So for a, the, I found a new trigger with like relationship photos, but I'll wait. I'll let you right. With within this process, both people are involved. Both people are celebrating. So it means both people should be acknowledged and supported as well. If you create a narrative that I'm supposed to do this and it's not something that you can maintain, nobody told your goofy ass to do that. You should have been thinking more about the collective as opposed to thinking about yourself. So in that regard, yes, some of us definitely dropped the ball because, you know, we out here, I expect 50,000 touches per game. It's like, yeah, but you ain't trying to make sure your quarterback is safe enough to get you the ball in the first place. You are creating an expectation that is not livable for this situation. Did you even chip that man? Like, just a little shoulder tap. You didn't do nothing. You just ran your route, completely ran your route, blew by the man. He showed he was blitzing. Cornerback blitz all together. You didn't even slow him down at all. You just ran straight to the end zone untouched. And you're like, well, why you ain't throw me the ball? Tap, you did not protect the person that's supposed to get it to you. That's entirely up to you, sir. Yeah, I just see a bunch of, um, like we had a conversation earlier. And it was like, there seems to be like, it's not an attack. I'm not going to be one of those people in my house. Just fuck it. It's just the most recent shit in the past couple weeks. <laughs> Like, I'm going to bring it up like it's a thing, but I'm not going to play it up. It's a fucking attack on men. It ain't, bro. It just. It's not. Like, 
you know, there's a lot of because there are a lot of podcasts that it's just niggas saying shit like almost verbatim. As a man, my role is to, you know, tribute, provide everything. She's supposed to sit there and wash my balls and fold my feet and uh and then in the next ten minutes of the conversation, a nigga complain about like, you know, women taking advantage or um, you know, not being there and all these other things and not not attributing to like the parameters that you've built relationship on. And I'm like, this shit sound wild. Like you niggas do sound fucking fucking goofy. You sound delusional. Yeah, it's just like, you know, and it's like when I say like, you know, shit like I'm just gonna keep saying this title because I want you niggas to say what the fuck you mean because you don't you are not talking about relationship. That shit is if you at least flat out acknowledge, hey man, I'm insecure when I'm out here fucking these hoes. Then you could at least even if you're living in your insecurity, I'll take that over you trying to tell me because people are believing this. People are like, that's a strong, rich man. And he's saying, I'm like, no, nah, that nigga is scary. That nigga is fucking uh, shook. Like, okay, I'll wait time. I'm going to tell you I'm a little triggered because I'm going to be transparent. It ties in. Okay. When I look at some of, like, the relationship, this is, to me, just still even goes into, like, how we look at relationship dynamics. Right. When I see relationship pictures or, like, uh, fucking even the maternity things, even though that is mother focused. I my little trigger is like when you see the relationship pictures and they like hugged up and it's like that nigga is zoned in on her. That bitch is zoned in on the fucking camera, and I'm like, look at him. Pay attention to him. This is fucking weird. Like, don't look at the fucking image. That nigga is to me. The image is always saying like that nigga is logged into her. She's logged in to how the fuck y'all looking. That shit is gross to me. I do see the ones where, like, they both be fucking and looking at each other. I'm like, yeah, that, that's what this image is like. You know, this sale tells me, oh, this is a mutual. This is what I, this is goals and shit. It's like. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it gets tricky with that. Because oh like God. any situation, there's extra context that we need, which is why you should be paying attention to the collective experience as opposed to individuals. But say, for instance, I'm going to be taking the, to the photograph and I just think it would look real good if you just like you look at her and just look at her so lovingly because she's carrying your child and you just you love her so much. And I want her to look at us to let her know everything. The focus is you. No, the focus is us. Like he could easily be like, nah, the focus is us, bruh. So how can we take a picture that shows that we collectively care about and love one another? But we, somebody may not speak up and say that. A guy may not be like, like, no, nah, this is a family photo. This isn't like us focusing on her. We're celebrating the child. If you want us to focus on the baby, we can do that because that's the reason for this picture. We can focus on the bump. But we are a family. This is a collective thing. Me, her, and who or however many is in there. Like, this is us. Why are we taking this picture to focus on? But that would require, like you said, say what you mean. As a man, you need to be like, no, this is our family photo. I'm focusing on my family. Let's make this a collective thing as opposed to, no, my focus is just on her. And then she looking at us to see how y'all looking at us and she not paying attention to me at all. Like, no, that's not. Yeah, I would feel weird about that. I'd be wondering, does everybody not feel weird? Like, I might, like, you know, she might feel weird and just follow the photographer shit. But it'd be like, I don't want to look at y'all shit. Like, you know, like, this look that that shit feels. It does. Just like, I, I, I can agree with that and say, like, I don't like how certain dudes, it's the family picture and. She's all super happy or whatever, and he looked miserable. Yeah. Like, even even if you're having a rough time, like, hey, nigga, you couldn't put on a better face to show that you want to be here? 
even if you don't want to be here, it's still a family photo. Take pride in your family photo. Like dudes are just be sitting there like they taking that that picture in the club with their homeboys and can't nobody smile. Like it's so family photo. Like, do, you, do you enjoy this or not? I would just be like, hey man, if you didn't want to wear the Burberry shirt, you should have said. I, I don't yeah, want to wear that. I wanted to come out here dressed like Captain America. Whatever it is. Yeah, baby. Like, we put, like, fuck these niggas in these matching shits. I want to, this is what my family look right. like. I'll be walking around this motherfucker uh, in my drawers with a sword. And I want to take the picture looking. Just, this is what the home look like. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. Because that's what, that's right. what we're wearing around here anyways. And let's show them an actual, accurate depiction of what our relationship looks like. We've yeah. never matched. I don't even own anything teal. Why are we wearing teal in this fucking photo? We, we look and, stupid. We went out and brought brand new outfits that we are only going to wear for today. I'll never wear white pants again. Because you wanted this photo. But I'm going to actually let myself be miserable in this photo because I didn't know how to be authentic and honest with you about how I feel. Because, you know, you, you're just not taking everything into account. I understand you want, the fa- like you want the family photo. That's the meaning. We're here showing our unity. Now, if you, because you're not thinking about him. Because if you got a friend like me, when I pull up to your house and I see you got my mans up I'm here. Ask. In a, yeah, in a peach uh, with a little red robin thing. All y'all got matching. You niggas I look like. Peach. I mean, I, I wear peach. If so. he's not a peach wearer, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm completely spe- speaking of specific friends who just, yeah, that nigga don't wear that shit. Y'all up here looking like the Perry Power Rangers, and I'm going to make fun of you. Absolutely. Because if this was you, then this is beautiful. If right. you're up here, like, come on, bro. If you're performing, and you're not even performing well, because you're not, hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. Can I help you, motherfucker? Like, you faking it. Don't fake it. Because here's the thing. I don't think niggas aren't into them pictures. I just feel like, y'all, come on, man. Because I would, I would tell my lady, like, look, everybody in your friend group has these fucking pictures. Let's dress like the Power Rangers and do the fucking explosion behind us. Put that shit in the living room. Why the fuck would we sit here and do the same shit? I don't want to look like them. Let's pick a new fucking, uh, you like, um, all right, you don't, all right, you might not like fucking a Power Rangers. You like fucking Lord of the Rings? Yes, nigga, I'm Gandalf. Let's dress these little niggas up like hobbits. Absolutely. And you be small. Trick them, bitch. Put a dra- be a dragon. Like, let's put that no, shit in the living room. No, you can be, you can be fucking Golem. Cause you are protecting my precious. Lit. See? That's way more. You can't tell me that depiction isn't more loving than us standing in the fucking woods in the fall, all wearing, um, Lumberjack outfits. Yeah, you look like dickheads. Here's here's where we don't do this often, but here's where I give the whites their credit. Cause like redneck or or country white they folk, will. they take funny ass relationship pictures and they allow each other to have fun moments that actually display what their relationship is like. And that's super. I don't see why more people in general don't do that. Like express yourself. Don't do this the corny. Stereotypical photo? No, no. Have fun with this. How can we have our personality show in this picture? Like a nasty correlation between like the freedom to be a complete racist allows you to have the freedom to be. I mean, it definitely could correlate to like if you live in a state of privilege. Yeah, you're used to expressing your privilege differently. When you're used to to being oppressed, you don't express yourself in a certain way because you're not used to that feeling or that behavior. That was a thing, and I'm not gonna let it pass. This is not. I'm not trying to be Captain Arrogant, but that was nice. That was that was a nice little ten seconds right there. That was good. I mean, it's our true reality, but that's all the more reason why we should express ourselves authentically. Men should be able to say, "Nah, I ain't feeling that." When it comes to the wedding, nah, I don't like that color. I don't want those plates. I don't care about that pairing. Like, express it. It's not that you 
don't want to be involved in the process, but have a conversation about it. Some dudes are just like, I don't have any say so in that. I don't care anything about it. So I let her handle it because that's her thing. Cool. If that's your dynamic, great. For me, I ain't married, ain't in no relationship, nothing like that. But I like designing and interior decorating and how shit pairs and colors and all that. So I'm going to be involved in my process. So we're going to do No, we're not. Because I, I don't like none of that. Let's find a different way to do that. I think you should ask those questions, though, because I think some dudes, there are some things I genuinely, I don't, it doesn't, like, it doesn't bother me, but it also doesn't matter to me. If you want that in there, that doesn't bother me that it that it exists, mm-hmm. and you'll pick that. But I think some dudes, you want to be a part of that, but you understand that being a part of that, like, there's this whole thing of, say, the wedding thing. This is her day, or this is whatever. So you're pulling back on what you enjoy because you don't want to, like, you know, have her nut up or feel whatever. But it's like, no, nah, if you have a voice and, you know, you have to now start to peel back, all right, is this really an open, authentic relationship? Because you care. You want to fucking be a part of your day or whatever, but you're choosing to be, I don't care about that. Yeah, you do. Now, you, what you don't, what you want not to happen is you care and she goes, shut up, nigga, or whatever the fuck yeah, you said. No, no, like, no. you know, like, this is the woman shit or you don't want, you know, her side or your mom and him or somebody going, why are you you supposed to be the man? It's like, well, shit, nigga, like, I'm here, too. This is my day or my event or or whatever. That's my kid's birthday, too. Like, our. Yeah. This is our baby shower. I'm planning that bitch, too, because it's my kid, and we are celebrating our child. So I'm not just about to be in here with the stereotypical lady games that y'all no i want i want this to be a safe space for my dudes to come here and enjoy themselves too this is a celebration this is a family gathering to do a 2k tournament (laughs) whatever even if that's what we doing but i want this to be an inclusive space for everybody over here we got this over here we got that for y'all y'all can do this over here for the dudes we got this over here for the kids, we got this over here. Why are we not able to do that? But that also goes back to us taking ownership on us, not expressing ourselves, not being involved in the process, whether because we emotionally remove ourselves because we feel like our voice doesn't matter or we've been told by her or her family that our voice doesn't matter. But everything is supposed to be focused on her. I didn't ask you. Yeah, I think niggas should explore, like, because I feel like, you know, same way women silence themselves in rooms, I think niggas silence themselves in other rooms. Absolutely. And it's like, nigga, explore why you doing that shit. You, like, you want to say something here. Why are you not, you know, like, bring that up. And if y'all are, like, you know, on some good partnership, you should be able to tell, like, I really wanted to, whatever, but I didn't. Because sometimes, you know, if you're not, if you don't have, that's kind of like that opposite track thing we talked about for, like, if. If this person cares about you, they know they have traits that you might not have. If you make that known, that might be her moment to go, do you want to say something about this? Now you like, okay, I might not be so forthcoming. And so she can kind of like, you know, and vice versa. Because if she's like, I don't like fucking, like we say about the geek shit. I don't like that geek shit. Do you not like it or do you not understand it? Because if you don't understand it, that's my job to bring you in on something you might be interested in. If you don't like it, then I don't know how this is going to work. But there's that too. Cause you might, but that's what I'm saying. What you mean? Do you not like it or do you not understand it? That that that's that, different. My question to that would be like, so you're asking people to fully know each other ah, relationships. Fucking shit! You're asking people to actually know each other and focus on learning one another's personality and layers, as opposed to just focusing on the surface level presentation of how the relationship is supposed to go. Fucking yeah. trash. 
You're asking them to get rid of their selfish expectations that they bring into the relationship to actually step aside their bias and learn one another completely. Oh, my best man, and my motherfucking lumbar spine is suffering for it every day. Just holding this weight. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> you put that weight down because ain't nobody ain't nobody paying attention yeah, to man. But we don't break like I'm cracking this <laughs> every day. Just it is compacted. My spine is compacted. Oh no, man! Like I think um, I actually now I'm like glad that like I feel like you know even just amongst between us and just say like our own little personal friend group and maybe the algorithm that I don't have to search for shit because the shit that just populates throughout the whatever is enough. But I'm like, damn, yo, if this really flooded, I would lose my fucking mind. Like that shit. Um, that what was that on Spiritual World where the dude was like. I almost lost my shit just for, like, the 10-second clip where it was like, you know, for for instance, today being International Women's Day, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, to tile this shit in. A lot of that, obviously, I don't know all the details, so, if, you know, if you're, like, a fucking... I mean, you can look it up. We have way more time than we used to, so you can, like, preface it for the people. Y'all, or... know, y'all know International Women's Day. Y'all know it has to do with, like, women's suffrage. Y'all know it ties in to the actual plight of, like, you know, the women's suffrage movement. We want economic, you know, Quality right. and all that other shit. So, feminism over feminism. Yeah. The good part. Anyways, <laughs> I just want to. I know. I know. Try, I'm trying I was to, poking the bear. I'm trying to give you all the thumbs up, but I don't disagree. But, um, so part of it was that, and then that just tied in, like, to me with that clip that was going viral on Spiritual. Their names hardly initiated. Because I wouldn't found the pod because I'm I want to give every pod their fuck I want to give journalism every, folks yeah yeah I want to give every pod their just due I watch the it's only an hour episode and while that point is still that point there's more things they discuss where you like ah that point okay that point is still wild because I'm gonna get to it. the point that the one, one one of the dudes was saying it was like they were talking about women women making money women in like positions of power and they're like the only thing I don't have is a man. And one of the dudes doubled down and was like, well, yeah. Cause who wants you after that? Who wants you? And I think that is like one of those things of a what you mean moment. Because when you listen to them talk more about it, it's like y'all aren't talking about her having income. Y'all are discussing what seems like the attitudes that come with that. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm a CEO dude and I'm a fucking – because women say that like – Nigga, I don't give a fuck about how you talk to them niggas in the studio. I don't give a fuck about how you talk to them niggas on the field. I don't give a fuck about how you talk to your clients. Fuck about how you talk to, I don't know, the fucking bitch at the no, register. I'm about to say the waiter at the restaurant. Yeah, don't you care. don't bring that person here. That's your who you are at work. You don't, and that's what niggas are saying. I it doesn't make logical. I li- okay, because all niggas is thirty and twenty and something. My father is sixty years old. That man got off the phone with me an hour ago. We were just having our weekly conversation, our weekly talk, our check-ins. We got into the conversation of just, and this is, I ain't going to, and I'm not finna, not finna, you know, let y'all know my man's pockets, but he is a fucking, he's okay. He's did a lot of great things. Yes. He's a, like legit, I don't need, like, I've, like I say this shit all the time. As a kid, I legit never had wanted to be like Mike. I wanted to be like the nigga in the next room. Like, flat out, 100%, boom, boom, boom. He was sitting up there, and he was, you know, he was going to the gym, and he's he's in that age where he's, like, everybody's dad. Like, <laughs> he'd just be in the gym and, like, you know, keeps himself in shape so, you know, younger dude, man, you good. And he will just start just hitting you in the face with advice, whether you ask for it or not. Word. 
life. Yeah. And him, he was just looking around. And he's like, a lot of these motherfuckers are just out here. And he's like, it is 1030 on a fucking whatever. He's like, I know you work evenings. He's like, some of these motherfuckers, he'll just walk up and ask a 20 year old, what you doing? Cause why aren't you at your job? <laughs> and he was like, he's like, he had talked and it was a couple and it's, you know, it's a couple of you young ladies out here that are predators. Cause you see an old man and you'd be like, zaddy, not him. But I like, <laughs> I like that they do it. Cause the conversations right. that pop back turn it into gives this. us content. Thank you, sir. It turns into this, you know, he's like talking, you know, we was working on the same machine and talking about, you know, me being in shape, me being in shape, what you do. He throws what you do. And she's like, you know, I don't work. And he was like, Houseway, he's like, bitch, gas seven dollars outside. <laughs> he was, and I was like, he's Literally. like, I was like, did you say that? He's like, yeah, because gas is motherfucking seven dollars outside. And I was like, Jesus, bro. He's like, what that? What's she gonna do? Not, I don't give a shit. She's age of my daughter. Fuck these hoes. And I was like, well, it's a good point. But he's like, how does that? He's like, is it like that? And I was like, for some people. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, if you live through there, and he goes, how do people not go to work? He was like, I don't give a shit if you had a hundred thousand dollars you was pulling down. If she's pulls in fifty, does a hundred and fifty sound better than one hundred? I was like Absolutely. I was like, Look, man, I be I look, I don't know how to tell you I don't know what to tell you about that. He goes, That doesn't make any sense. He's like, That makes zero sense that people are trying to how it's and again, he was like, Gas is seven dollars outside. And I was like, Well, yeah, it you know. So I say all that to say is like these dudes is up there on this pod. And on a lot of pods, I'm not even, I'm, this ain't pod wars. I don't smoke, I don't care. But like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> but it was like, I don't, it, it's like, um, it was a lot of just conversation. And that conversation always around, I don't like that she makes money, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. I don't like that just because you went in this boardroom, you cussed out Todd, you digging Todd's ass. You come in this motherfucker and you treat me like a fucking. I am human. not Todd. Yeah, you treat me like a fucking human being. Like I am if, your partner. You better act like Exactly. It. So I think that is a. Con- and so that's that's what you mean. That's what y'all mean to say. So explain that. Maybe. I, well. Maybe that's what some of y'all mean to say, because yeah. some of y'all also, which it flips into, there was another one at the end that it rolled into another one said the same story. Good job. And it was a conversation about you know, woman took him on a um took a, took him on a trip. She made a lot of money. It was like, well, I want to treat you out, whatever, whatever. He was out there, had to do a little bit of business on his phone or whatever. If y'all gonna knock the dough down, then let's get to it. Somebody Baby, stop. upset. Yeah, I'm like, stop. I don't like all the, you know, theatrics and movies. Get to the monster scenes. I fucking, yeah, let's, if it's, if it's haunted. Up, let's just yeah, if it's haunted, down. man, bring them fucking three heads on in here. Let's right. get to it. Um, but he was discussing that, you know, she made the flip. Like, you know, I paid all this money and, and you know, you finna sit up here and give attention. And I was like, well, that's how niggas be acting. But, you know, she hit him with that and he felt like, and his whole thing was, he said, I was like, you felt emasculated. And now that's been applied to like women across the board. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's focus on what we mean. What we mean is we want women to treat us with respect, not as my motherfucking, like, um, as your Lord and Savior, right. but don't talk to me like I'm a dog because you make but, more but money. That's on me. him for not drawing that boundary. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been through those situations where I picked on it quick. I've had, I've had my experiences where Kenny said that. <laughs> oh yeah, we are gonna get to that in a second because that kind of ties into what I was gonna say. But I've had situations where women may, I want to pay for this or pay for that, and it's like, nah, you want something from me, and I'm good. I'll take care of this. I I've literally had one like, oh no, I got I got dinner tonight, but you know that means you know I'm gonna get some dick when we get back home, and it's like, 
we don't have that relationship though. Like in certain situations, like if we're talking, he's gonna get it anyway. You don't have to do that. Like it's not that serious. But in other situations, like now nah, we don't have that relationship dynamic. You're trying to leverage this into getting what you want, and we've already discussed that that's not something that's gonna work. I recognize that. I draw that boundary. If he recognized that or thought that that would be a possibility, again, you have to pay attention to knowing somebody's personality to pick up on certain things. You should have drawn the boundary. Don't take that out on all women because you failed to pay attention to the red flags and draw boundaries to keep them from interceding into your space. That is not your. That's not all women's fault. Don't go attacking them for that. On the flip side, the same thing goes for us. If you recognize that you have some barriers, don't put that on her. If you, you know, women, lady folk, lady fingers, all y'all, you know, persons, places, and things, if y'all recognize <laughs> that that uh, a man folk, a kin folk, he having some issues, and uh, draw that boundary. I think we, I think we, as a community, for sure allow women to draw the boundaries more so than we allow men to draw the boundaries. So men don't draw the boundaries because they think they're not supposed to, but like, don't, don't blame all women because you fail to advocate for yourself, sir. Yeah. I think, I think there's obviously some scenarios where like a man's boundary turns into, I don't know, nowadays, like, you know, you're a dick, you can be a dick, you can be a misogynist, you could be a man want to be the bitch or however way you flip, whatever. But also, no, niggas do put themselves in a bind with like drawing the boundary. Sim- for some, some simple for the simple fact of I know I'll miss out on this individual, and it's like nigga, yeah, but good on you because like you sometimes you're supposed to. You're compromising in this situation in this situation for something sometimes as simple as some pussy, and then get mad later on where it's like, you know, motherfuckers think their pussy so important. You've set that precedent though because you. You know, moments where you maybe should. I know it's not as fun. You want you should have went home and, and beat your dick. You compromised, got some ass, and now yeah, the standard is set that you wanna you gonna do it because you want this pussy, and you like this pussy is not worth anything because anything that I'm doing right now, I don't want to do this. I don't even like really hanging out with you. You're not fun. Everything you do gets on my nerves. <laughs> like you're fucking killing me left and right. But. I've set the standard that because you fuck me regularly. All right, cool. You ain't you ain't we ain't done shit in the past, and you know we're gonna go do A, B, and C. Nothing we've done is anything remotely what I would like to do, and you shit on what I like to do all the time. But you know the pussy, and that's your fault, my boy. Accountability. Yeah, because all you had to do was just go, Heh, nah. But niggas gotta understand the shit. Like if you really want to be understood, if you really want, that's a different plight than. You looking for a woman that is a really sexy dog. You have to communicate that. Because niggas be wanting really, really attractive fucking poodles. Like, I want this bitch to jump when I say jump. Yeah, they they, they want pets. I won't even say it's just us. But, yes, we do perpetuate that narrative sometimes. Or at least stereotypically. Stereotypically, we perpetuate that narrative. But I think most people in general today, unfortunately, they're looking for a pet. Something that they can control and dress up the way that they want to dress it up. And it's like, nah. Even if you do get a pet, there is a process where you have to, quote unquote, train it to do whatever it is you want it to do. Yeah, I'm not. 
I'm not going to be trained, but you still have to put in some work for this thing that you're requesting. It is not completely going to come exactly perfectly how you want it to be. There's still stuff you have to do to get to that process. If somebody's willing to be your pet, that's fine. But you still have to go through the process of helping to train them to be what you need them to be. God, that sounds miserable. It does. Like That's the, why I worded it that way because it sounds yeah, like abysmal. Training a pet, like think about even when you get a like a good pet, like it just all. I mean, I don't know, like it all it does is just do what you tell it to do, which is fine if you acknowledge. I'm here's the thing. I'm at. I don't even need somebody to be like. I want love. Just I want you to be because you fucking up the, the the ecosystem. Just tell. Just tell me. I want to control. People with my like, I'll respect the villain that's a villain. Like, that's what you want. You don't want love, you don't want to affect you. Want somebody who jumps and you say jump, cool. And I think you should go get that if that's what, but stop fucking running run around saying we trying to do the same shit because that's not, fuck no. Yeah, what I say earlier, you asking people to yep, actually, I'm, that's my yeah, but here's the funny part we're gonna fight about it. God damn it, like people do tell you that. If you have the right conversations with them. That's true. That's what one of them niggas said. He was like, you got to have the right conversations. We do when you talk not. We don't have vulnerable, deep, authentic conversations with people. So we get smacked in the face and surprised by shit that's been there the whole time. You weren't trying to find it. That's why it hit you. You were trying to avoid it. You saw a marker. You, you pressed pause. You look at the map. You saw, oh. That's over there. I want to be over here, though, but I got to go through this to get to that. I don't feel like finding a new route. I'm just set the marker for where I want to be, and I'm just going to close my eyes when I get to I'm just going to run. Side quest. I'm going to run through that stage to avoid it. And it's like, you still got to deal with the elements. You still have to go through a certain process. We like avoiding certain shit, and then we get mad when we find out the shit that we try to avoid. It is present. Ah, use this bitch was crazy. She was crazy the day you asked her for her number. Yeah, you just decided to focus only on the ass and do the performative bullshit to try to gain her up or avoid actually getting to know her because I just wanted to smash. Yeah, but you was lying the entire time, and that's why you got her lie on the reciprocal. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know, something as, as simple as, like, you know, I like her, man, you know, she's fiery. I'm like, nah, she's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But you said you didn't like the chick over here who makes XYZ or is going through her career or whatever and asked you to, I don't fucking know, something that's beneficial to life. She asked you, you was like, I don't need a bitch telling me what me on him. You don't like fire. You like this motherfucker because she feeds your ego. Because when you go take a piss and you're gone for longer than 20 minutes, her neediness kicks in and she's like, where the fuck was you at? And you feel like, that's my bitch. That's not fire. I feel dude. important. Yeah, you're insecure. And so is fucking she. Everybody working on bullshit. Just say what Absolutely. Fuck, yeah, your your what negatives match up, but your negatives match up because you weren't willing to talk about the positives, so to speak. I'm using that as an analogy. Really, it's the, the opposite of that, which is your positives match up because you spend so much time avoiding talking about the negatives. Have some of the negative conversations. You may realize like, oh, they're attractive. But they not that attractive. You should walk in talking about politics and religion at first date. <laughs> Let's talk about. I mean, them ain't even the deepest, to be it's honest. Not, but yeah, and and the and the social construct of like stereotypical 
want to say white relationships because that's two yeah, things yeah. you don't talk about. You don't talk about yeah, politics shit. and religion. No, that's that's the everything that makes you uncomfortable within the first month and a half, two months of us knowing each other, we should have at least tapped on it a little bit. Not to say we've deep dived into it because two months ain't long enough to like do certain shit. I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. I definitely understand that. Which is important. That, but have oh, those conversations uh, within the first few months. To Kenny's point, yes, Slaughterhouse should have had that conversation. We could have had a, a wonderful group stay together. But the part that I like about that that actually contributes to this is it's not just relationships, romantic relationships where this applies. It's applies in your friendships as well. It's applies in your in your parental relationships as well. It applies in the relationship with your children. You need to have uncomfortable conversations about shit to help everybody be in uh, in agreement and aware of what's going on and what's needed for everybody as individuals and collectively. Am I wrong for always wondering why there's such a like? Obviously, there is a distinction between romantic and your fucking friendships, but. You will have the difficult conversations with your friends and nowhere in that conversation, unless that motherfucker says, I committed two murders and a bunch of a string of crimes yesterday. And even then you'll sit there and go, did you have a point, my nigga? Did you have a point, bitch? And if they give you a reason, you're like, okay, cool. If your partner says they don't like the show you like yesterday, you're like, no, if I can stay with this motherfucker now. So it's like, well, if that's the person that's supposed to be like your person, you're supposed to really... And why are you not as patient? You're asking for them to have patience uh, in their relationships. Yeah. You keep having these lofty expectations Damn, of nigga, people because y'all just be fucking saying shit like I just want to be with whatever. Your friend two days ago said some heinous shit, and you that nigga or that man that bitch crazy. And then y'all came back, and then here's the thing about y'all ass: you knew they was wrong, and you sat there and kind of until they kind of were like, damn. I'm not saying anybody stays and just get your fucking head up against, but your partner says, I don't like fucking uh, shellfish. Have you tried it? No. This motherfucker is whatever. You don't just go, well, why don't you, why would you have never just, or, I'm ordering some shellfish right now. Eat one. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would you, you would do that shit with your friend and it would be a laughable, not only would y'all would do it, it would be a laughing, funny event as much as they hated it. The, yep. That's if they were willing to try it. Which, even if they're not, it's still telling you something. Because something you're uncomfortable or closed off to, I'm talking to you, I'm willing to support you and actually exploring it. And you're telling me, nope, I still don't want to give it a shot. I'm going to be closed-minded, regardless of what the situation is. Oh, okay, this is how you enter into our relationship. When something happens and we need to explore a different way Outside of the way that you're comfortable with, you're not going to be comfortable enough to do it. You're going to stick on your same perspective. That thing right there, that skill set of taking that little mundane activity and applying that to other aspects is why I be getting so fucking hot when motherfuckers say goofy shit like, like the cooking thing. Like be a man, I've, be miserable. Yeah, like that <laughs> shit. Like the, or like the like the specific act of like cooking because I still see that a lot. Absolutely, and that has been something that has been said on this show a lot. And I repeat, I love a good meal, but the idea is not good. And niggas say this. I'm not even mad at women because niggas it's, be it's like, on us. she cooked the meals, and I'm like, yeah, damn. And it's like, bro, 
even the post, what is the post? I don't, I don't know the dude's name, but it's like the black dude that was telling the girl he don't want to be in a relationship, and then she gave him a plate, and he's like, we getting married tomorrow. That shit, and it's like, dog, you fucking cried in the shower a day and have no reason and have no understanding why you did that. Like you be like, I be just so nigga, I be you know, I, I be I be on go all the time, and it's like, why? Because you. You have no you have no ability to think past this one moment. The food thing is obviously good. But to me, I'm registering that you care about me. You know that I don't have either the ability, some to cook or the time or the whatever. So you're like, I he needs my assistance here. I'm gonna assist here. Well, bitch, a couple months from now. When we're, you know, or years from now, when y'all get to that fantasy of we're together and this is real. Okay, when it's real, I'm going to need an extra 20 grand so that I can move this fucking complex. So that's my meal now. I registered that you pick up the slack in areas where I need it. I'm slacking like a motherfucker here. I'm dying like a motherfucker. (laughs) So that's where I don't give a shit about the meal. And niggas say shit like, okay, I I give a lot of heat to Unk. But it just... Uncle Steve lives in a lane that doesn't make sense if you don't think if you don't think it through. Like it was something. It was one of these fucking things he said. It wasn't just. It wasn't just the cooking shit. It was. Um, I'm gonna let you think of it because I just want to ban his membership. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, he old head bros, but some, God damn it, you Neanderthal <laughs> caveman <of a> person. <laughs> All bros don't think like Steve Harvey. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. I want to say maybe it was maybe it was some of that like 85, 15 shit or something like that. But it just was like that doesn't make any sense. Like it just he bats a thousand that pissing me off when he talks about relationships. Yeah, because it's like okay, man. I'm like, and I'm it like, comes from my yard too, which is more frustrating. Yeah, I be sitting. I'm like, okay. You you got me here maybe with certain but then it just gets into I'm like that doesn't make any sense my boy like even if you're fucking like a billion you know a, a fucking multimillionaire that just is a recipe for nonsense like you don't then how do you enjoy this person when they say like okay with that eighty five fifteen conversation he was like you know as a man you want me to look you in the eye and say that I'm excited to sign up in a no deal on earth where would I sign up to give somebody eighty five percent of something. For them to give me 15. And then you're telling me the 15. Okay. Be I'm a, a man. Be miserable. That Yo, when they say take care of the household, while I, 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 I understand that I might not want to fold my clothes, I'm not incapable. Like, before you met her, were you just a funky nigga who didn't eat food? There's a possibility. Great, y'all can take y'all can take these fringe on the fringe niggas and run with those niggas. I know how to I know how to not starve. I've been this size long before I met who like before before he met you, man. Before he met you, man. Before he met you, man. That nigga was whatever weight he was. He was eating whatever he was eating. When he got you, like his clothes was clean. He was smelling good on them dates. When you went to his place, like he was washing his ass. He was. Doing, his clothes were clean, whether they was in a pile or, or unfold. So it's like, as much as that is a nice trait, come on, bro. And then the and then the payoff is like, you know, fund this or I need help with this. I need you to pay this. All right, cool, but goddamn it, we got to make this a team effort because I don't have. If I'm gas is eight dollars outside, okay, 
I got shit to pay for it. So I don't understand why that's a crazy ass thing. If even if I was a millionaire and I got a millionaire woman, like you think, like Rihanna and ASAP is chilling, but you think like Rihanna walked up to ASAP and was like, "Bitch, don't care." Like now she has the free room to go. This nigga, I fuck with this nigga, or maybe she's a fucking dominatrix. I don't fucking know. We don't know. Chains and whips excite her. Perfect. But if she's fucking got her shit, she's got her shit sewed up fifty thousand times a Tuesday. She has. There's nothing else she needs to do but find a good person. I don't give a fuck what you make, my nigga. I need to know that you're a good person for me. Because all these other intangibles, now the money's aside, I have to sit with you. I have to know your viewpoints. I have to understand how you will influence this child. I have to see what you now provide as a fucking human being. Now that the money's straight, like I realize, holy shit, providing is a lot more than throwing money at a thing. Really? It's a crazy concept, I know. Providing is more than just like paying for shit? Everybody and their mama think about their fucking parents. And, like, when you think about them, is the fact that they bought you a lot of shit at the top of your list? Like, unless you were, like, struggling, that's at the top of your list because you went without. But when you're thinking about, you know, do you really go back and your first thought is, this nigga bought me 17, whatever. If it is, I'm a little worried about you. But you think about all these intricate moments that made you who you are as a person. Your father provided a lot of things. I mean, even with that dynamic, I'm going to use women as the example, even though it applies on both sides. But I be seeing y'all daddies. (laughs) It don't be nothing like what you require out of the people that you date. Like Your daddy be some, some grizzly, short, stubby, overweight dude. Who, I mean, he probably was nice looking back in the day, but right now he just a fucking debatable. He's a funny looking dude, man. He is a chode for sure. But you love him to death. Like you would literally wash and fold his drawers because you love him because he's done so much for you. And he was not a rich man. He was just very supportive of you, very loving, very affirming. He took care of you and all this other stuff. And then you say in the person that you want to spend your life with. That I want you to be essentially the exact opposite of my daddy. You got to be tall. You got to have a six pack. You got to make a whole lot of money. You got to buy me stuff. You got to do everything that your daddy didn't do. But I thought I thought you was a daddy's girl. And the same applies for us. Because we'll look at who our mamas was. Mama overweight mustache the whole nine yards. And then you come in here with some chick expecting her to look like Nicki Minaj or to go buy the body to do so. And then you expect her to have all these things that your mama didn't have and to give you I need head on spot. Like, did your mama give your daddy the head on spot? Or if she was a single mom, she wasn't giving nobody head on spot, but she was still a good mom. She still hold it down. She still worked and did what she could. But she worked two jobs to take care of me and my three siblings. And then you decide that you want a woman to not work in your relationship. Like doing everything the opposite of the, your role model that you love and adore did. I know I know we're the wave of that now with the whole Dr. Miami shit, but like like what happens when like your daughter come out built like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger after the fact and like 
Because her mom, like her mom, not was, even that. What happens when she's built like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because at some point, she's not going to be able to maintain that plastic, and she either has to take it out. Well, there's that too. Or it blends into the rest of her body. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? The fucking thing. Like we're just. I was gonna say Clayface. At some point, it turns into Clayface because it's everything's gonna sag and droop. All of us. Unless unless you work out and eat right and do all these things, which stereotypically most of us are not doing, I'll even at take all. I'll even take that. I wouldn't want it for fuck y'all. I don't want it for me. Period. I don't want it for me. So but, I'm I'm working out regularly to make sure that I age gracefully. But the average person is going to look like Clayface when they get older. So what is the fake body is going to look like? Probably terrible. But I think I mean I'll take that everybody takes that burden on themselves. You want to you believe that like you know you'll run into a love. That'll just surpass how, you know, the person looks. Okay, fine. But I do think about just in future reference, like, you got this big wide, you got this big old, this big old juice ass just walking around the house, big swinging titties. Even if, you know, the passion you would have for your lady. But, you you know, she'd go with her mama outside and sees mm-hmm. the attention and mm-hmm. sees the whatever. And you are out here built like Roger Klotz. <laughs> like, <laughs> and what is that going to do to this kid? Because if my mama built like Roger Klotz and then she's fucking confident and is like, look, man, we just slim and trim. I can live a slim and trim life. I've seen what that looks like. But my mom up here, you know, fucking stacked and I got a fucking complex at nine. What the fuck? There's dudes out here built like Roger Klotz, too. I mean, yeah, but they get enough. To, they get tattoos and a mixtape and these hoes will fuck them. So that don't really matter. Like, shit. And they got the same haircut. Lady hips. Yeah, just fucking lady hips and love handles. I had a lot to say about it. You did, and I was, I was, go ahead and get to it. Shit, Steve only speaks from the perspective of someone who only keeps score when they're winning. How can I listen to your manly advice, young woman, out of pocket, and your daughters for the streets? Shout out to shout out to Michael B, man. You know, I really don't know what that girl was doing outside of future. Is that her only like? Are we judging her too harshly? I don't know anything. I really only know her in the future thing because he keeps in his music. But oh, he still mentions her. I remember that there was a thing. Oh yeah, I remember it's a thing. But I I literally didn't. I didn't even know she was Steve Harvey's daughter. I didn't know she existed until future. Yeah, I heard people like Lori Harvey is so pretty, and I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And then she got with Future, and I was like, Oh, she's mid, like she fits the stereotypical template. But okay, whatever, nothing special to me. I'm not wowed by it. And then I didn't put two and two together as far as the Harvey was concerned. I was like, Oh, that's Steve Harvey's daughter. I didn't know that until he was speaking on it, and I was like, Oh, yeah, um, okay. I just, but I mean, for a lot of these lady folk. In the industry, not the artists themselves, even though some of them artists. Yeah. But <clears throat> what are what are we really making them famous for? Even some of the dudes, and I don't, I, you know, on Women's Day, I do want to keep it inclusive. There are some dudes in the industry. It's like, what are you famous for? I mean, granted, yeah, you put out music, but 
No, I was How did you creep into my timeline? Because your music's not that great. You're just the stereotypical dude from said area that has tattoos and talks about the same thing everybody else talks about. There's nothing special about you. I know it's like fame for fame's sake. I was, um, you know, like when I'm like having like a down moment, like I listen to, you know, to all these, all the podcasts. So obviously the Joe Budden podcast is in my little like to go to thing. And one mm-hmm. of the older clips came up of him talking to Tank so many months ago about just the state, the status of um, R&B. Yeah. So he was talking about the status of male R&B. And he was discussing like when you listen to female R&B, you have the Ari Lennox's, the hers, the um, they talked about Cleo Soul and stuff like that, where you can just sing, you can really like, and he mentioned like, you can just stand out in the fucking street and let them fucking vocals fly. You can sing about anything. You can be heartfelt. You can be sexual. You can be this. He's like with he's like with R and B, male R and B for sure. You have this weird lane where you just have hip hop artists that are just being melodic, but not really talking about shit, and. That just kind of became like the wave, like the popularity thing. And I'm like, that speaks to like the artists you're talking about. It's just niggas out here. Hey, man, this is a hot sound. I don't necessarily have to be like a dope artist. Like when it comes to range for men's R&B, we don't allow ourselves to really open the bag when it comes to emotions. I'm going to talk about how I should be pandering to this woman. How I should be fucking this woman or how I cheated. That's it. That's the nature. That's that's male R&B right there. Like no expressing of emotions outside of that. Like you're not more than that. Yeah. The ones who are emotional now are like these. What's that boy name? Who just got into a group? NBA young boy. And it's like you. I feel like people. And as much as I make fun of uh, him or like a rod wave. <laughs> Um, he had an uncle moment. Yeah, what, what, what that yeah, boy what the, name? What yeah, that boy you know, name? That little, you know, little yeah, uh, that boy that looked like a goddamn X Y Z fun bag, like, whatever the fuck. <laughs> like you know, you weird ass fucking names. Um, it's <laughs> 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 fucking. But I think people attracted them one because some of y'all is living that life. Some of you motherfuckers is phony and just like you know they just perpetuate like you know. Perpetuate the negativity like, Absolutely You know it's like The niggas say I ran down Like that whole shit They talking about With drill music Where like you know Everybody's killing And motherfuckers Really dying Because they're saying People really uh, Drill music gets No play with me So on and so forth But I think there is Something to be said About people get caught up In this is authentic Because they mm-hmm. really Are speaking like I feel this way I felt this way Now the thing is Is my level of processing Is four levels deep Maybe I got three three good levels, and I flirt with a fourth. Did not knowing that there's like at least ten to fifteen levels that you can get into, but I only understand so all of my music is here, and I think people like resonate with it. This is real. This is authentic, and it's like I get it. It's real. It's authentic. But we are on the sixth album, and that nigga is still depressed. There's got to be something discussed about. Like I'll even give it to fucking like T Grizzly dropped a single the other day, and at least that song was like. Because I correlate to want to say it was still a Joe Budden album or Joe Budden like episode where they talked about all these niggas are talking about killing, 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 but they're not talking about the other side of it. Right. Immediately, T Grizzly comes out with a song. You guys, niggas ain't telling y'all like this shit sucks. Right. Like y'all niggas out here talking about shooting this and this shit sucks. Jail sucks. 
I don't know what the fuck you nigga like. This shit is not cool. I mean, go I could, to school. Kids. I could appreciate that, even like for say the baby when he when his brother killed himself and the Kirk album and all that. So like he was allowing himself to be a little bit more vulnerable about. I miss my goddamn daddy. That was my dog. I miss my brother. My brother killed. Like he was being more vulnerable, and then he went back to. Yeah, like his that. Usual. Like, I think that was one of my like favorite like projects. Of his because I'm like, oh look, somebody and also that was because there's like nobody out here like that was doing that. I was like, no, him being fucking like, but it needs. Why not? I was thinking about um, not to cut you off. No, you got it. I I was thinking about that also. Like last few days, I've been thinking about say Red and Meth Mm -hmm. and like the the serial killer song. And it's like these two hood dudes, they pothead. They have nothing to do with serial killer. That was more so Eminem's lane as far as like doing some heinous murderous shit. But they're just showing range of like how we can create a story and talk about something that we have no identity with at all. If you can make up this image about being the street nigga, why can't you make up other images? Or me listening, like when I do, say, listening to other playlists on YouTube when I'm doing my work or something or working out or I hear other workout songs from other countries and it's men expressing what we would hear women talk about. Like she cheated on me or no, I don't, you know, some song I heard today was like him basically saying like, yeah, I, I don't really deal with the chicks with the fake bodies and all that. Like mm-hmm. we can have a good night tonight in the club. I'll buy you a drink and we can chill and kick it, but that's all it's going to be because I'm looking for something more and I like more out of my women. I'm just entertaining a good conversation for now and I don't want to be disrespectful. That's pretty much the premise of the song. Why we can't do the same thing here? It's not popular. It's not going to get you the bag. Like, that's what they were discussing. Like, that's not going to get you. But also, some of that is not going to get you popularity. But, I don't know. I feel like there are certain lanes, at least I'm not a musician, but it seems like there are certain lanes motherfuckers are getting to it their own way. Is just caught up in the, they are, I don't know, some of these motherfuckers, like, they do put in, and it's a valid thing, like, you're 20-something, and you're looking for popularity, not understanding that, like, you can... Change the lives of your family in this lane. I challenge that. Go for it. You may say you're looking for popularity as far as money and fame is concerned within music, but in your actual life, you're looking for more than that. Mm-hmm. And if your artistry is supposed to be a, a basically a, a catalyst or a conduit or whatever the case you want to use, it's supposed to be a representation of your life. Why don't you talk about the other aspects of your life as well? I can appreciate somebody like Kevin Gates. At least Kevin. A, He'll pop in there and have conversations about that. Friendship. Nope. Brotherhood. And I saw that comment, and I can think of one song. What can a brother do for me? That's the only song we got. Like it'd be on the it'd be on their deep cuts, or like when they like do the fucking like. Help me be the best man again. Yeah, it just never, like, I'm like, come on, yeah, I don't know, and in my mind, I just feel like, be an artist, man, like, make this shit sound good. I don't even dislike the Buddha ass, so just give me something else. Like, because even like you said, the baby, like, I I'm, I was always, like, a fan, but I just, like, after a while, I I don't care. Like, this is, I heard this before. I say the same shit with Meg. I'm not opposed. Bounce that ass, boy. Like, I I, I'm, I like it, man. Like, throw them throw them cheeks and tell me about the fucking chains. and But also tell me something else. I don't need the whole album of this. I don't need. And I thought I was tripping. Then I've heard, like, just to, like on a Meg tip, I've heard women say, I like it, but this this is the this same. is the same song. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm fucking with it. You know, girl power and shit. I'm like, okay, cool, because I'm not trying to be a fucking dickhead. It's just. 
there's other motherfuckers who exist that's really ribbity rapping. Um, is black R and B or not? Oh, that's his name. Six Slack. He's Slack. Like he's made jokes about black. I know. But it's supposed yeah, to be like it's black. supposed to be black. I don't but, know, but okay. I guess that, I guess that's how you judge R and B because like he is melodic. He does rap. But do I think so? Is Drake exactly? But here's my like. That's one of the things Tank said. It's like. Can these motherfuckers go stand in the street? No. Tank gets on the internet with terrible fucking uh, Wi-Fi and 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 bad audio and just a piano <laughs> and says, "I'll let you have it." If you can't do that, like, okay, I make a bunch of noise about Ari Lennox. I didn't see an Ari Lennox walk down a hallway, be in the street, go in the bathroom, sing from the back. I don't even know she's on camera. And it just goes. She's sitting there getting... I'm like, that motherfucker can sing from the tips of her toes to the top of her fucking head. It's not a, It's not up for debate. If artists can do that, male artists, they're not doing it. Because I guess it's not hot right now. So, again... You're asking a lot. That means you would require artists to know more about themselves and be more vulnerable and decide to express the same things you were saying they should do in their personal romantic relationships. Yes. And this is a good representation of that. Cardi had better options than Meg when it comes to music, music about, you know, other things and shaking ass because Cardi's whole brand is I'm a real bitch. So my music allots me to go. I was stripping. I'm a mom. I'm fucking this nigga. He cheated on me and we're back together because I'm in love and I don't give a shit and I'm whatever. And her whole thing and her whole brand is I'm fucking Cardi. Like you niggas love me for me. I got on being me and cool. I'll give, although she can be annoying sometimes, I'll give Nikki her flowers. I think Nikki has had more range than most female rappers. Well, commercial female rappers. There are yeah, I just want to never, don't do no more ganja burn shit. I just don't like when Nikki sings. I want Nikki to rap to me and call it a day. I mean, uh, Nikki can sing. I think she just tries to sing. Like, like don't do that. Um, or if, I guess, you know what? I'll take that. If it's going to be some, like, singing, then fucking just do that. But whenever it be sounding, it just don't be hidden for me. I mean, it's not Queen Latifah, so. Okay. Queen Latifah will sing and, like, sing, sing and yeah, rap, rap. Queen, yeah, like, Queen will get up there and be like, you know, I need to... And the live band, like absolutely know, jazz flute, like it's not now, now that's when it comes to female rappers. Of course, we're a little bit older, so it may be a dated comparison. But yes, that that for me is like, oh yeah, an artist. I that is complete artistry. Or even like with men R and B, say somebody does versatile. Like I like Jamie. Jamie Foxx will always be one of my favorites because he covers so much rain in his range in his in his whole persona i can do comedy i can do acting i can do seeking i can combine all three together i can produce i can write i can do jamie's an artist artist he does it all and we don't give him enough credit for that but why couldn't the male r&b space or the male music space be similar if you say you can do all these other things well why don't you allow yourself to do that we have that in like say the crits and toby's and people like them but we don't support them the way that they need to I do commercially think, i do think that there's a thing about the commercial thing and being more like trying to be famous absolutely i don't give a shit about none of all well, that was you missed the first one but yes rhapsody over okay. all of them all day long that's not even not even up for debate 
That makes more sense because I know I've listened to all Rhapsody's albums and mixtapes. I ain't listened to none Cardi, Meg, none of them. I've never listened to a complete project from any of them. Now that's what I'm. That's what I would say about like with the Queen Latifah comparison. I was like, if we could keep it fucking current, and I know that somebody might say that that might be like the comparison between. I don't know, man. A fucking future and a most deaf, and I'm like, okay, cool. There's like stark difference. You know, like I know that there's <laughs> different lanes of hip hop and there's different lanes, but it's like there's still like artistry. Like even when motherfuckers put, you know, we might say that back in the day, if we're using back in the day references, like Tupac and everybody loved Biggie, and they were popular, but they were artists. Yo, niggas talk about to this day how they put words together, the subject mm-hmm. matter. So it's like, I hear y'all. And I know that y'all whatever, but also you, I'm they just trying to feed their families. And I'm like, look, I don't know how this works because I'm poor, but you have a whole neighborhood around your neck. So I just feel like you're in a lane now where you can maybe. I mean, do we, up, we accept that in every other area? Like, why do we accept it in music? But you don't accept that in food. Like somebody just giving you subpar food because they just trying to feed their family. If I was a subpar therapist and I didn't really know how to have good conversations or communicate with people, I just showed up and sat there for an hour just to get paid to feed my family. Would that be excusable? It depends on what you use your music for. Because I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, I want to hear a good beat. I want to hear good, you know, rhyme schemes. And then some people are like, I want to live in the bullshit, which, you know, your music might be an escape. Or whatever the fuck. Oh, so you mean that people choose to gravitate towards negativity because they don't want to address all the positive things in their lives as well. They don't want to do like the duality thing within themselves. They just want to focus on the bullshit and then complain about the bullshit later. Kind of like how they do in the relationships that we talked about earlier as far as ignoring red flags so that you can go ahead and continue to live in ignorant bliss. Oh, you do that with their music too? Oh, so it's a... So that means it's a trait like you do this with everything in your life from relationships to friendships to family dynamics to the music and content that you decide to take in, which is probably why some people don't listen to us or watch us because we don't fit the scope of negative bullshit that fits into their dynamic. Oh, okay. because you can listen like you could listen to fucking I don't know, man. Um, I'm not even going to say Tank because sometimes, you know, I love Tank because, like, that man just has, like, amazing singing ability. But a little bit of his sometimes get a little too baggy because I'm not, oh, absolutely. you know. I mean, you made your, you made your, 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 your lane off crooning. Because, like, you know, singing, but also I feel like, you know, that plays into the idea that every song is based around, I'm not the fuck up every time, bro. Like, I, like, take responsibility for your fuck up. That's not what I'm saying. But it's, like, every song. This is a whole album. I got fucked up the whole album. I've never heard a female album that's she fucked up outside outside of like I picked the wrong one. There's a couple where like you know I did this man wrong and I didn't, pre- huh? You know I did never seeing their songs how they fucked up. I did him wrong, but you know what I did after that? I grew and I became a better woman. It ain't no like, hey man, this this was a dog ass. So I don't really be liking those, but that's also because I like to like. Maybe like you know some I don't never wish I never I, I hadn't done this but you know you listen to a, a couple people who are smarter than you and they tell you like the power of words mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, hey man mm-hmm. this shit is like filtering in so after a certain point I can listen to all the side of baby I want and even that nigga sometimes will say some shit that means some shit but that's outside the point <laughs> I'll listen to some shit that's about some shit I want li- I love I love listening to the coochie man all right <laughs> I'll take you there baby like and then after that I want to hear some shit that like 
just got a little something to it. And that's why I'm listening to that bullshit. Because you can't tell me, like, you listen to fucking... Like, I like Brent uh, Brent Fires, But if you listen... If all your shit is Brent, no, you a sick no. nigga, bro. You got a lot of... Hey, if a nigga go Brent, Drake... And and oh, sprinkle in some uh Lord. Yeah, yo, that's a dangerous nigga, Yikes. baby. You gotta get the fuck on. Same way if I'm kicking it with her and it's just a back to back, I'm like, hey summering. man, this was a lot of summer. You did a lot of summering, and then I had to pick up my feelings, and then you went and found only the Ari Linux songs that was saying, Fuck these niggas. We might have to call it a night, baby. Yeah. Cause like you ain't said one shit in this motherfucker that had something good to say about us. Like I'm I'm out. Says she said that with her chest. Lie. <laughs> I haven't listened to Jasmine Sullivan's latest project, so I can't. I can't speak on her. I, I can. I can take Jasmine. Yes, from her the other projects that I have heard. Yes, she does have some accountability in her music. But I mean, I'm that, talking about this specific last one. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one would you take with a chest for sure. But I mean, in yeah. general, like when you name that list, it's a short list. Jasmine, like Jasmine, okay, great. Like, but people ain't really. People will love Jasmine when she comes out because she be singing, mm-hmm. and then they'll fizzle away and go back to listening to the same stereotypical hurt girl narratives in their music. They won't latch on to what she's actually trying to say. I'll even say this last this last album, like right, like there's a song on there, and I've because I've played it, I made videos with it, where even though it's still like bigging up. You know, big enough, just just fucking like you're mm-hmm. only gonna give me, you know, appreciation as a nigga if I'm fucking you. But fuck it, man. It was like I throw this nigga money. It was just some refreshing shit out. That song got played a little bit, maybe with a little bit of memeage, little. But the one thing these niggas was screaming: "Pick up your fucking feelings, nigga!" And it was like all y'all is they, all y'all done got dog. Everybody, everybody, like I get it. It sucks out here, but I'm like everybody. Cause y'all was singing that shit loud. There's a couple songs on this album that's about. I really just like this nigga, man. Love him to death. He's a really dope, dude. You know, we kick it, we hang out. It's not even the fact that he bought. It's not tied to the fact that he bought me a bunch. It's just he's a really dope dude. I appreciate this guy. And then it's like, y'all didn't post that. No. Like y'all don't sing that. Y'all don't no. know none of the that's words. That's your that favorite song. song on the album at all. You know, y'all up like y'all know fucking. And that's the same thing with these niggas, boy. Because, like, you know, a nigga be like, you know, I love good hip-hop. You can't tell me one crit bar. You know a lot of Future, though. You know I mad. Still, I don't understand why Future's famous. It's <laughs> just me. And that makes me even more mad because he calls himself Future Hendrix. Like, don't disrespect Jimmy like that, sir. It's like, you know, mad fucking uh, how you finna whatever the fuck to a bitch. I'm like, hey, man, you ain't said Like, it ain't. I'm just saying. I don't understand. I mean, I'm granted, like I said, we're dated, so I'm. I'd still, I'll take Jill. Give me some Jill all day long. This is a T Pain friendly space. He has range too, and he can talk about a lot of stuff. Like I don't, I judge people off their music. I'm just, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I'm just saying, like you picked that song for a reason because you resonate with this specific piece of shit narrative right here. And yeah, I don't want to fuck with that. I don't want to fuck with that. That's just... It's not. Because I can appreciate this is a good song. I can listen to it, but it's like, this is a lot. Like, back to back no. to back to back. Yo, this is... 
I listen to Tibetan singing bowls more than anything else. I'm just, I ain't even bullshitting y'all. Like, I'm, most of the, the sounds that are coming through my house during the day are some sort of meditative frequency sound. Which lets me know you niggas don't know anything about the fucking vibes. Because then if we're talking vibrations, shit's got hurts, shit's got things, they affect your body. There's like actual, whatever, science. There's science and spirit, science and spirit, whatever the fuck way you want to put it. Like, y'all don't know or not saying the shit. And I'm not saying this from a, you fucking peons. I'm like, it's no. on Google. Like, you could literally fucking Google it. 30 minutes, man. You'd be like, damn, this shit that I'm listening to is fucking with my actual brain. I know I got on this bitch and have screamed about neuroplasticity more times than I could fucking Absolutely. count. Like, it's fucking with you. It's fucking with your brain cells, son. Your brain cells. But like, again, that's you, you requiring... People look, I don't to know, look deeper than the surface look, thing that they take in as far I, as their content. I am, and I've and I've tried my best. I mm. think I've really tried my best to Clark Kent this thing to <laughs> Superman it, but I'm not above Batman in this hole, yo. I will ki- I will jump off buildings in the middle in the, in the deep of night. You better than me and, and stomp on backs. I I I actively every day suppress the urge to Joker this bitch every oh, no. day. Because here's the thing: I don't got to Joker it and go. Y'all are going to, and we're talking about, I'm a comic fan, but I'm also, Google the Midnighter, all right? Oh, I, yeah. like, that man was fucking butts and then coming outside to fuck it up. Like, Batman could, I, I stand on this shit, bro. Batman don't want no smoke with the Midnighter. And that nigga was legitimately, you got one time, bro. You got one time to stop the evil shit. I don't care. And he would knock your fucking head off. He would literally like ball his fist up and heads would explode. So like, keep fucking around. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. You're gonna be gonna figure it out most gonna, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. But, but it's necessary. It's absolutely necessary because I mean, especially how we started the show off as far as addressing unhealthy narratives that get shared on some of these dunderhead niggas podcasts. Dunderhead is such an underused. It's term. an underused term, but. Yeah. If we have to combat that, because there may be more of that, which it irks me because there's a lot of men that have wonderful conversations. And the only things that get leaked as far as men's conversations are you biscuit head niggas saying these inflammatory things that it would take three seconds to dismantle. Or you can go watch it. I give like I feel perfectly okay. Shitting on a lot of things because I go back and watch it. Journalistic integrity. I'm not I mean, even a journalist, man. Like, I mean, we, we have to be man? a little bit in this space, but since we have to combat that narrative, like we we have a responsibility. With the great power comes great responsibility. So we have a responsibility to be able to present a certain narrative, and if people don't want to willingly like Clark Kent the shit and just. Hey, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. We lo- then you might have. We might have to midnighter it sometimes. We may have to come outside. Hey, you got one motherfucking time before we knock you upside the head with some shit. Because we kind of do that anyway sometimes, but we we do it nice and gingerly. But we might have to like. I'm just saying, cause like y'all just be really loud and really wrong all, all like a the lot time, and it ain't. I, I, it, it's not even just the men. There's lady folk with platforms that y'all loud and wrong too. 
Yeah, but those are always like. But we can't tell you you're loud and wrong. We can tell the men they're loud and wrong, and that's fine. We can't tell the lady folk that they're loud and wrong too, because then it gets perceived a different way. Yeah, then you know, know, like then you're bullying them or whatever. I don't know. It's. But now you know, shit. It's men can't even have. Like I've said the joke, but it's even that every day. This is another thing to say. You know, like. The worst thing men could have ever had is podcast, and I was like, well, maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they wouldn't have to have so many. You know, if y'all was up here giving a fuck if how they we felt. We actually but. had conversations to explore one another's feelings more regularly. I mean, I've said this before, and I'll say it again: it's job security for me. But I would really like, I would like to struggle to have clients, not because people don't want to be in therapy, but because people have healthy conversations and healthy relationships. If my space was default, it just wasn't necessary at all because people were having happy, healthy relationships and conversations. I would be okay with that. I'd be completely okay with that. If like my space is just not needed anymore because people are doing things in a much more healthier way. But that is not the case. So I'll step up and I'll take some clientele and make some money off of that. But I really I I don't want I don't want that to be our space. I want us to have as a whole healthier relationships. And we just don't. So maybe they are creating these podcasts because you don't give them the space to be able to speak themselves authentically and then process it. Robin, thank you. This is is fast becoming my favorite thing because to me i've never heard her yell before so oh no in she, my she mind regularly her screaming also screaming biddies man i want that as a soundbite i want her screaming no daddy bitties. tell them biddies they wrong yeah if you want to do that i'll appreciate yeah, we, can, we can record that and use that as a soundbite we can let him come, yeah. come on down and record that robin feel free you, you know that you're welcome shit but yes, we, 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 we easily like shit on the male podcast and their perspective, but we don't, we don't it's shit on equally. men having men How men, how dare men have perspectives on things and share their opinions on stuff wrong and all as if we don't allow them to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm here, like, obviously, we started this out with motherfuckers who had an opinion that I that I would have deemed, one, Stupid. wrong. So, did I still critique their opinion? Of course. But did I also give them the space to, like, go listen to the whole context of it? Absolutely. Am I more sensitive to that? Yes. yes. But, if I really wanted to, like, unravel the opinion, which I did, I need to listen to it in context, give them space that they might be coming from a perspective that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Now that I understand the perspective, maybe can give insight that I don't know these niggas, but in general, give them an insight that they might not see. Oh, you don't want, you don't really want, you want a woman to be like, no, nigga, that nigga is just insecure and don't know how to discuss it. Wait, you mean that we should allow people to have a perspective and then like explore it a little bit deeper so that we can have a better understanding of one another? You want people to actually allow themselves to have conversations without cutting each other off at the knees with their perspective? I want y'all to understand what you mean because if you say I want to know how this man feels, I want to connect with him, then that requires you to shut the fuck up and listen to him so he can tell you. And then if you want a real woman who really ain't riding for you and is like in your corner, like you need to facilitate a space where you have a partner that can tell you, hey nigga, you kind of wrong. 
And that don't mean Shut up bitch So I don't know man Figure it out We're gonna be here every Tuesday See if you have no choice To figure it out but like, I won't even say figure it out Cause you guys are doing A shit job of figuring it out Listen to us <laughs> Listen to us Listen to us And we can help you Figure it out Or you can ask somebody How to get in contact With us Or come on the show And talk There's so many Different variations Of how you can be Interactive with us and better process things We're gonna end with Robin Sharing her perspective Cause you know Let the woman get her thing off for today God damn it You when gonna it, hear her When men express themselves It's a problem When they don't It's a problem That's the way they explain it be problematic But hell They letting it off Don't like it Then don't listen Fuck it If you don't like it Then don't like it You should listen more Yeah Alright I'ma hold you to it Come on in Yeah Alright I'm glad you're A little less Mad at 50 Oh We ha- She saw 50 cent differently Alright I'm out I'm out <laughs> Fuck Bye That's it <laughs>